You're listening to AIB Market Talk with our latest financial market update. Hello and welcome to our weekly AIB Market Talk and Brexit update on Tuesday the 12th of November. My name is Jane Kavanagh from our Customer Treasury Unit and I am joined this morning by AIB's Senior Economist John Fahey who will provide us with a Brexit and UK election update and give us his thoughts on the markets in the coming week. John, one doesn't have to be the smartest to figure out that UK politics will dominate sterling in coming weeks. The polls would indicate the Tories would possibly have a strong majority. What would a Tory majority mean for Brexit? Uh, well, a Tory majority where they come back, uh, they can get the withdrawal agreement bill through Parliament in a relatively swift fashion. The issue so far has been that uh, government has had uh, no majority uh, and has been unable really to push through the necessary legislation needed to enact the withdrawal agreement bill. So in short, the uh, Conservative Party comes back with an overall majority. Uh, you would envisage that the withdrawal agreement bill and all the necessary legislation gets passed relatively swiftly. In those circumstances, uh, you would think Sterling might see some benefit because enacting the withdrawal agreement bill therefore allows the transition period to come in, uh, which can be up to uh, one year and extended for a further two years. Uh, So Sterling, at its current level, is holding around 86p. You could envisage it going down to somewhere uh, 84, 85p, but big thing then for markets will be, okay, what's the future relationship look like? Uh, How much integration does the Conservative Party want with the EU and given what we're saying at the moment what we're hearing from the Conservative Party you could have a situation where they want to take back more control so less integrated of a trade agreement in that situation uh, then sterling may not benefit to a huge extent so initially it might benefit but those benefits might be uh, very short term because the folks have really come then on to what the future relationship looks like um, John, two members of the MPC voted last week for a rate cut has this changed the outlook for UK monetary policy? Yeah, that was a little bit of a surprise. The consensus in the market was that, OK, there was no surprise the BUE left policy uh, on hold. That was very much uh, envisaged. So there was a little bit of surprise, right, that there was two members voting for an immediate 25 basis points rate cut. So at the moment, the uh, bank rate is at 0.75%. Market expectations actually aren't fully pricing in a rate cut from the Bank of England anymore. A few weeks ago they were, and now there's not a rate cut priced in. So the market thinks that the Bank of England is probably going to remain with rates at their current levels, 0.75% towards the end of this year into next year. But one interesting thing overall, I suppose the key takeaway from last week's Bank of England meeting was that they do have an ease and bias. If they're going to do anything uh, in the near term, in the next couple of months or the next couple of meetings, it's likely to be a rate cut rather than a rate hike, even though they're saying that policy could move in either direction. But like anything, the Bank of England, like all of us, is just waiting for clarity on Brexit. So a key milestone in that will be the election on the 12th of December. Um, John, I might move on to our article in today's Irish Examiner uh, entitled Markets uh, Exuberant Despite Soft Economic Data, where you refer to the improvement in risk appetite that the markets experienced over the last week. Tell me, what's driving this? This is very much sentiment driven. So a big thing for markets this year and a big concern has been uh, US-China trade talks. Could you get a full-blown trade war escalating to other uh, major economies? And all this happened at the same time that the data is telling us that the global economy uh, is slowing. So anytime we've kind of got positive news flow in terms of progress in relation to US-China trade talks, the market has tended to react uh, positively. So last week we got some you know, developments that suggest that they were close to getting a deal on at least what they call phase one of the trade talks. So you talked there about improvement in investor sentiment. So that was reflected in the fact that bond yields sold off. So yields move inversely to prices. So 
investors moved out of bonds, which drove yields higher. So, in, uh, example, in the US, 10-year treasuries are up 20 base points. In Germany, 10-year bonds are up around 11 base points in the week. So they moved out of bonds, and at the same time, equity markets made gains. So uh, a number of occasions last week, the S&P 500 actually hit new record closing highs. But when you look at what's driving, it's very much sentiment-driven around the news flow in US-China trade talks. And at the moment, too, the market tends to be reacting positively to upside data surprises in terms of macro news flow. But the key thing is, is the underlying data, what it's telling us isn't really changed, that the global economy uh, is slowing. But there's a bit of exuberance there at the moment in the last couple of weeks uh, in markets. And that's reflective in what's happening in equity markets and the move higher uh, in bond yields. Thanks, John. That brings me rather neatly onto the US. Do you expect with the improvement in risk appetite and the more, shall we call it, reserved outlook for US rates, that the outlook for the dollar to remain as bearish as it has been in the currency markets? So what we've seen over the last couple of weeks is kind of the dollar holding the upper hand against euro and against sterling and generally against all the other major currencies. Uh, But we're still within relative uh, trading ranges where we have been. So, for example, last week we saw euro dollar uh, unable to hold above 111, move back to down close to 110. Likewise, uh, sterling against the dollar, unable to hold the 129 level, move back down towards 128. So a move of around 1% uh, on the week. So in the near term, the dollar looks well supported because the US economy relative to the Eurozone and UK economies, even though it's slowing, is still growing at a much stronger rate. So for example, uh, US GDP this year probably average around 2%. Uh, yesterday, Monday, we had Q3 data out of the UK economy, which showed year and year growth around 1%. So in the near term, uh, the dollar looks uh, underpinned as we get in towards the end of the year. And it looks as if it continues to hold the upper hand against uh, the euro and sterling. But as we get in towards next year, if the US economy does start to slow a little bit more uh, and the market starts to focus on issues in the US in terms of the twin deficits, its balance of payments deficit and its budget deficit, then that could take some of the uh, tailwind out of the dollar and we could see some gradual euro gains against the dollar. But really, in terms of levels, it's it's narrow range trading in relatively tight ranges over the next uh, couple of months. Thank you very much, John. I guess all these forecasts and indeed our views will be found in the monthly Forex and interest rate outlook, which was released just last week. Yeah, so we go through detail there in terms of uh, the global economy, the key interest rate markets and then the key currency pairs and the forecasts over the next uh, couple of quarters. Okay, well, look, John, thank you very much. And thank you to our customers, colleagues and listeners for joining us in this week's podcast. As always, to stay up to date with all our latest podcasts, please make sure you press the subscribe button to AIB's Market Talk on the podcast apps for iOS or Android. We will talk again to you soon. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Bank's PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. First Trust Bank is a trademark of AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.